I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. I did something psychotic yesterday. Okay. And I think that I can say I did it in the name of love. Okay. Is this something that Taylor? Yes. My husband has a new Uh hobby. Hatched up. He's obsessed with it, as he is with any of his wellness things right now. And for weeks, he has been begging me to do a cold plunge. (laughs) And you know what the first thing he said? Call Heather. She'll want to come do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you you guys are weird and you're oh, into new yes, stuff. Yes. And you get excited and I roll my eyes over in the corner while I like continue to just you do You were the this. last person in the world that I would think would ever do a cold plunge. Can I tell you why I did it? I did yeah. it for two reasons. One, I am so foggy brained with this like newborn and my child and too much going on in my life that I am exhausted. Is and I thought- to help with that? I don't even know. I thought, well, surely it'll wake surely me up. Surely for a minute, yeah. If anybody jumps in a cold bath of water, yeah. they might feel more awake. Mm-hmm. And the second reason I did it is because there's something wrong with me that I do kind of need to prove to people that I can do stuff. Yeah. And Taylor kept saying how awful it was, but that he just like loved it. And you read all this stuff about it. Even my twin sister's done it. Like I don't even know where you would go to do a cold plunge. Well, you either have to throw some ice in your bathtub or you have to buy one that's like $7,000 or you can be my husband and build one. Mm. Peek over your shoulder there, sister. That's a, that's a homemade cold plunge. What in the world? I'm not even getting into it. The amount of time he took to literally rig up the plumbing and it is full blown. I'll show it to you after we record, but I. That looks, looks kind of small. No No offense. (laughs) No offense to you two fine in shape people. (laughs) It literally is a hundred gallon Rubbermaid Mm. that he hooked up some plumbing to, to make sure that it not only stays cold, but that the water stays clean. Why are we talking about this? This is so stupid. Um, he sent me a meme this week that said, do you know one of the side effects of cold plunging is that you can't stop talking about cold plunging? Yeah. <laughs> How often do y'all do this? Okay. So I tried it yesterday for the first time. It is as awful as they say, but I put in head, I've, what did, what does your son call them? AirPods? Air, Air, AirPods. AirPods. I put in my AirPods, put on the angriest wrap that I could think of. Mm-hmm. And I got into 52 degree water for three minutes Taylor says you're supposed to do it 11 minutes a week. What? I would love to know if any of our listeners like, what was care the angriest rap you had? Just uh, so you Kanye, know. Mm. Uh, black skinhead. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And, and I why thought would you were going to say something like the Fugees, or I don't even. No, know. my sister says she listens to Eminem Ooh, and Tupac. Yes, I'm like, okay, Eminem that's, is, yeah. that's going to go on there next. Well, I'm going to try it. I want you to come over and try it. Mm-hmm. And here's here's where I this is this is the last reason that I did it. I did it, and I got out, and I looked at him, and I said, "Labor was way harder." <gasps> I just kind of wanted to throw that at yeah. someone. I kind of wanted to be like, "You think that's hard? Go have two babies." Mm-hmm. But I'm in that season. This, this too shall pass, Heather. So you did it. I did it. Proved, and I think you're going to build upon this. Okay, here's why I might do it again, just because, like, I kind of do feel good today. Oh, I don't know what that's about. I can't feel good. I can't even take a cold. Like, mm -mm. the thought of a cold anything drives me nuts. Okay, so here's the thing: it does take being cold. It does take your breath away right when you get in. 
But you also have to remember I grew up in the Arctic. So I also oh. kind of wanted to prove to him that I've been colder than him for longer and that I could do it. But again, watch, talk to me in like two weeks. I'll be like, I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. But I did it and I'm proud of myself. And I just have to tell you that I will not make that a topic of conversation moving forward because if people do it, they are obsessed with it. Well, we've already wasted yeah, no, three minutes Okay, great. On it, All right, so moving on. You're there. Um, tell the people what you think about this episode. Um... <laughs> I think that this might be the episode where we lose some people because they will be like, I can't believe these two um, biatches are so <laughs> self-absorbed with themselves that they think that we care about their day. Listener, and this was your idea. It was my idea. <laughs> I'm just going to be on the record. But we are, we have, I'm with you. We have, in the course of our careers and in with this podcast, there's been some questions or curiosities about kind of what a day in the life of a realtor 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 looks like yes and I when again when you said this I was like this is so dumb (laughs) mostly because I started writing mine out and I was like this is horrible like I need to do I need to be a better like I need to read a self-help like my day is so crazy sporadic and there's no rhyme or reason to it there's no planning time block like I do nothing I'm supposed to do but I think but everything I have to do that's right (laughs) and I feel like between either the people wanting to get into it who are like no seriously how do Mm -hmm. I fill my day or those that maybe have been in it for a while and they're like oh my god I would love to know what the rest of you biatches do with your day and the third thing and most importantly which we are going to talk about in the next podcast is I am entering into a big exciting new phase of life Mm -hmm. that is like you know this big secret that I've been holding on to and you're gonna have to wait till next week See, to find out that's how you're gonna keep them that's how I'm gonna keep they'll them. come a, back for that I'm a marketer at heart I know exactly what to do to keep these people on but if you stay tuned you'll find out why this is even more important than ever for me to know what the hell to do with my day mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but you you brought up so many things that we were talking about before and mm-hmm. despite the fact that I had to twist your arm and make you turn on the record button to even get to this point you brought up so many things that I was like oh my god Heather like I didn't even have that on my list of what I had to do that day and we talked about how it affects our significant others especially if they have normal jobs mm-hmm. which is kind of fun because mine has a normal job and Dusty is in your world mm-hmm. so he knows how absolutely insane it can be but I think anyways I think it's important to cover and I say we get started. Yeah. Top of the morning to you, sis. Well, and I also am curious, like, again, this is all self-absorbed or whatever self you want. Because I, like, I think I know you. I don't right. even know. Are you somebody that eats breakfast? Are you not? Like, do you, I don't even know what you eat for lunch. I'm like, Why am I focused around what you eat and drink? <laughs> I don't know. But like, do you work out? Do you like read? Do you like... I don't this even is, know what you do. This is coming to me at such an interesting point of life too. Just true, right. Because the season I'm in is straight survival. Yeah, true, and, yeah. No, but I'm glad we're talking about it because I need to get out of survival mode and I need to get into like, hey, be a real human being and like cold plunge once a day. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Do it. But to your point, no, I literally, Heather, when I was a normal person, I would get up and I would have a coffee and breakfast and be a normal human being and probably head out for the day. And mm-hmm. as you know, I, I've had different jobs in past lives, right? So it did look a little bit different than a realtor, but I will tell you right now, I am in still in survival mode and I pick sleep over anything. You ask anyone in my family. Mm-hmm. So if they're like, you know, you should get up and work out or you should get up and make yourself breakfast or you should get uh, under no effing circumstances. <laughs> We've am, almost said two bad words. Am I getting up prior to like the last minute that I need to get up? So that is me in my morning. And then obviously we can talk about, but what are you, you're, you're an early riser. So I, I know I'm afraid I've, I've gotten better with texting you early, but oh, stop. It I matter. used to wake up really early 
like five, like it's not sometimes on purpose. Sometimes now I have to set my, I don't know what's happening, but I do have to set my alarm. 40. You turned 40. Turned 40. <laughs> like I set my kids get up at six 30. So I Woof. set my alarm for six. Okay. And most mornings I can get up. Yeah. But there's also been a lot of mornings where I, we, I'm like six twenty seven, and then I'm, you know, stumbling in there to get them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I live with like three, I don't want to say lazy, but they like sleep. Like they get to sleep in. They're my people. And I go to, they like to stay up late, sleep in. Like I'm not that way. So in the morning I am like a. You're ready to go. I mean, they all hate me because I'm like, get up, get up, get up. Get up. It's when you're filming your best Instagram videos. Yes. In the morning. In the mornings. <laughs> With your marketing. So, um, How do you take your coffee? So I uh, have an espresso and I have, so like that's straight, you just shoot it. I wake up, uh-huh. <laughs> I wake up and I go to, I do have a, like a routine. I wake up a little, if I wake up, I wake up early, I go downstairs, I make my coffee, I get the kids backpacks ready. Cause I have in my notes that I enable my kids way course, too much yeah, and they will never be functioning adults. Nope. I lay out for haze, for baby haze. Ella can just the sweet tiny I mean, baby because he's I how fill old? His wa- he's nine <laughs> okay. and a half I fill his water bottle I put his snacks in there I finish his homework if he hasn't finished it um <laughs> and then I make my first coffee which is just an espresso coffee with nut pods because again the whole 30 qua- craze and you're healthy yeah and I'm healthy and like and I'm, I'm over here dumping literal tablespoons of homemade vanilla syrup in my coffee so that I am just completely wired and only going off of caffeine and sugar. Well, I know you made me a coffee this morning <laughs> and I can't taste a lot of coffee and I watched the amount of oat milk slash regular milk or what was it? Almond milk. Almond milk and oat milk and it was a lot it's delightful though. It's Do delightful. you feel like you're eating ice cream? Uh yes. Okay. Warm ice cream is what you drink. But I do have that and then I go upstairs and I try to wake them up and it takes like four times to get the kids. Of course it does. Up. They're children, yes. But here's the other spin on this. If we had regular jobs, this would all look a little different, I think. Because mm-hmm. think about it. You're getting people like either someone's coming into the home, you're getting kids dropped off somewhere. I mean, it's not that we still don't have to do things on time. I just think it can look a little different. Yeah. And I think I'm lucky, I guess, that Dusty usually takes them. So I don't have, unless I have an early like 8 a.m. closing or something. Right. I do. I think I have a luxury that I don't have to get myself ready. And which I think, is nice. I think when that I is a to, benefit. When I have to get myself ready and them out the door, Forget it's it. chaos. Forget it. My children. But a lot of people have to do that, you know, so it is nice. I think about that every morning. I'm like, okay, so if I had to get both kids out the door somewhere, I had to be ready for myself. I will get to work promptly at 10 a.m. Yeah. Like it's just how it would be. And my employer would have to be fine with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So no, to your point, I'm writing, I'm literally running off straight sugar and caffeine for the first half of the day until I remember that I need to eat. And by that point, I've hopefully done a little work by then. So really in the day of a realtor, this could look so different. That's why this Mm -hmm. is almost impossible to categorize as far as a time frame goes. But I do think that everything we're going to talk about fits into a just cute little 24 hour day. Mm -hmm. So if you're okay with working 24 hours a day, become a realtor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. On a day that you would say is ideal, like are you and the kids are out the door, where are you headed? So if kids are out the door, they leave at 730. Um, In an ideal world, I take a walk. Like a good 45 minute uh, What walk. is that, self-care? Yeah. Oh, God. And that is when I will open my email. Okay. And kind of like, I might respond if it's easy to do on my phone. Um, 
So you're working while you're walking. Yeah. We're starting a theme already in this day mm. and that you're going to see weaved throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. I've often said, I love real estate because I can live my life while I'm working. Mm-hmm. That is good and bad. Yeah. And before this to backtrack, like when I wake up at six, I check my email, my text 100%. and everything. Look and right it's all phone. I can do not to respond at that moment. Um, which every therapist <laughs> Bring will therapy say- in. Well, it's like, don't do that, right? It's don't look I at do. your phone. Straight so, thing. First thing I do is look at my phone. Yeah, but I've gotten better about not texting before about seven. Okay. Um, well, you're looking at me like you're doing it to me. To you. I don't mind at all. I love it. If I wake up from a text from you, the day has started off great. So yeah. go ahead and just give me a little good morning, okay? I will. Okay. But I try to walk. Um, and again, like I go into seasons like where I'm good at it and then I just stop. So if I, and then I'll come have breakfast. So I eat breakfast. I like I eat something I'm not supposed to eat, like that I've actually had a blood test that tells me don't eat it. Oh and it's a whole nother podcast that we can talk about when it's eggs. Oh um, because again, I'm so healthy and low carb and they taste so good. And then I like dry heave over the... <laughs> so then at that point I get... a. Sh- I- so that's the other hard thing is like the shower with me is yeah. like... Oh, Heather, you've already listed two things I don't get around to. Breakfast and showering. Okay. Like- well, I know the showering is hard for me because in my mind, I think I might, I might work out. Right. I might walk. This is, the, again. I never do. This role, this job, like does give us so much freedom, but so much chaos because yeah. it's kind of like, if I don't get it done now, I literally might not be able to do it for the rest of the day or the day turned out slow. And you're like, well, turns out I could have just worked out a little bit later. Well, it's all excuse. I mean, like there's, this is kind of like one of those, like do as I say, not as I do. I don't know. Right, like right. my day is not what any ninja selling or back atomic habits, whatever would tell you to do. But I've kind of, it's like a running joke in our office that I am always like in workout clothes. Yes. And for like, showings? For showings, everything. Cause I'm just, kind of, I don't know. I wish I could fix that, but, but you want to be able to work out at any time, any time. in case a workout breaks out. <laughs> I want to be able to. want to be ready. It never presents itself. It turns out you have to be proactive in, in working out, but it's not going to find I you. I mean, at the same time, this sounds like so, I don't know what I want to call it, but like, I'm doing okay. You're it's doing, you're doing great. I don't know. This is where I'm sitting and taking notes from you because after I'm fueled by my sugar and caffeine, I actually do sit down immediately at the computer. There's yeah. something about getting it off my to-do list or at least getting it in a place where it's not just floating around in my brain. Then I feel like I might be able to turn my attention to a few other things that are for myself. Yeah. But until I start them, I have to, I, and I think that goes back to though, having had a desk job for so long that to me, if I don't sit down and knock it out right then and there, I feel like someone's going to be waiting on me. It's going to be oh, bad. For sure. And I do know you do what I do. When we get up and we have a lot of business going on, we do a status Mm -hmm. check-in with every single one of our deals. Mm -hmm. That might happen for you at 6 a.m. That might happen for me at 10 a.m. Once I got kids out the door and things like that. Yeah. But that could take up a big chunk of the day. Mm -hmm. You looked at me the other day. You had how many deals going on? You literally had like nine Nine. deals going Mm -hmm. on at the same time. Mm -hmm. You had a like an actual physical mm-hmm. pad of paper where you were going through and looking at every single That's deal. That's something new I started this year and I love it. And I love that. Yeah. And I want you to talk about it because to me that that could take up a giant chunk of the morning just making sure that you're not missing any deadlines. Mm-hmm. So that usually is if I, once the kids are gone or if I drop the kids off, I 
go to the office or I do this at home, which, so this is like eight fifteen eight. No one's at the office at that time, just so you know. Because we're realtors. Right. No I one's know. away. It's like a running joke that realtors don't start work till like 10. Um, but something that has changed my life this year, another agent recommended it, or I saw her do it, is I actually like a physical notebook that I got at Staples and every transaction has a page. And I just, I just keep running notes on things to do and like just, details and I in the morning the first thing I do is I open that up and I just look at each page yeah and I make a note so it it looks like if you were to see right now like and it's I love highlights highlighters like it would look like chaos you've color-coded it I've color-coded it and like um but to me like it's been amazing because I can be like okay one two three main street where are we at on like I just make and then I'll go through, I don't do them at that moment. Like you would think like, okay, you do that. And then you actually start working on it. I don't do anything. I just go each transaction, what needs to be done. And then I'll start digging into what actually needs to be done for you. Does that make sense? That makes total sense because certain deals are going to have like time is of the essence, like literally option period expires at five o'clock today. And you probably have to prioritize it. Yes. Obviously. And there'll be sometimes where I'm flipping through, I'm like, oh shit, that needs to be done right now. Yes. Like but in a in a normal world, like it's our it's still eight thirty in the morning, yeah. right? So um, <laughs> we're but only I think at eight thirty, folks. We're you only sort of do the same thing, right? Yes. Not necessarily like with a notebook, but let's talk into like what does that mean? That what could be what could be needed for a transaction? Hundred percent. Like what does that look like? Exactly. So let's say you have a buyer and you guys just went under contract and hey, you have to deliver earnest money, option period money, and schedule an inspection. Mm-hmm. Those are massive items that have to be done within a very short amount of time. So you're you're contacting the inspector, you're contacting the seller to find out if it's okay if the inspector comes at that time. You're finding out if the buyer is also available at that time so they can meet the inspector at the end of the day. You have to find out from the title company if the earnest money and option period money is going to be delivered via check or maybe Zocam or mm-hmm. however the hell you pronounce Ooh, it. Oh, I say Zocam. So do I. And all these you title people Zocam. say Zocam. That is... <laughs> Is that ridiculous? Okay, we're taking a poll on Instagram. I oh say Zocam. So I say Zocam. Yeah. And these, it, okay. They're not. <laughs> if you say Zocam, you are an idiot. No offense. No offense. Um, but yes, and back in the day, we had two checks. So I was doing a lot of physically picking up checks 100%. from people yep. taking, because I was so, and rightfully so, worried about that deadline because I had. You can't mess that you up. You can't mess And you that and I have gotten very close We've to messing that up. We've gotten very close to messing that up. So, Back in the day, not now. Um, and even to go further, I mean, I had one house that we, my husband had turned the water off because we had a freeze. Oh. And the inspection was 8 a.m. And I remembered the water needed to be turned back because my clients are, they've already moved out. So he went back over there. Oh, dusty. At 7.45 a.m. to turn the water on for the inspection. So making sure utilities are on for inspections, which sometimes... You know, most of the times they're on, but more times than not, if it's a vacant house or like a flipped house, like they may not have everything on. Well, and add this to the list of things that you might not have known you were going to do in this job or on that day. Oh, yeah. And you and I talked a little bit offline about really like the things we do for our clients. And I know so many other good agents are out there do this as well. But like the amount of calls we're making or the amount of trips we're making might go a little bit above and beyond what some other agents do. But I think being the lovely control freaks that we are, Mm -hmm. we have to do it that way. So, so anyways, that's, that's a huge chunk. Okay. Of maybe one deal. So in your situation, and this is what I really want to convey times that by nine, 
mm-hmm. because what we just described could definitely take up a couple hours in the morning mm-hmm. of making sure, especially if you're physically getting in your car and driving from place to place. Mm-hmm. So what's another example of like another status update that you might like a fire that you have to put out that day? So, um, well, I think a big chunk of my day is around negotiating repairs and getting quotes for what what's needed, like, you know, maybe the maybe my buyer wants the $1,500 for the electrical. Well, you've got to kind of prove what that's coming from. So exactly. you usually have to have an electrician out there to give you a quote or you send them a picture of the inspection report to get a ballpark. Um, and it's a lot of back and forth with buyer, buyer's parents sometimes, <laughs> inspector and seller's agent. And that can, sometimes it takes five seconds right. and the seller's like, yep. Yeah, it can take five days. Oh my God. If it needs a new roof. Yep. I have one that needed a new roof. Well, we doesn't need a new roof, but we didn't know that. And I had three roofers out in the same oh day because everyone was telling us something different. And, um, it's like when you get foundation estimates. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Might I've as well three, be on, might as well be on three different houses. Three different houses. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, so we got three because we had two out of the three say the same thing. So, um, it's all like, but I think what's so interesting, and this may not be where we mention it, but I'm going to, is like, if you were just to see me again in my workout clothes, yes. like I might be in line at salad and go, but like I am doing, like I'm on the, I'm doing all this through text and phone and email, like all day long. I no, I want to talk about it here. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Like I'm right. sure there's a better way to like be like, okay, from 10 to 11, I'm going to like my brain. But it's impossible. That and yeah. that again, the benefit to this job is that you can live your life while you're working. The downfall to this job is you have to work while you're living your life. Yeah. I had this exact thing happen over Christmas. I needed to go get a gift for a family member. And I was in the middle of negotiations standing in Neiman Marcus. The sweet cashier is commenting on the item that I'm purchasing. I'm looking at her like I, I, I probably looked like I had nothing alive going yeah, on in my right. brain because... <laughs> I was dead inside. I was negotiating between my client, the buyer, the listing agent. And then obviously to your point, like probably having some call with some repair person and or vendor to try to get some type of estimate to prove exactly what my buyer needed. That is all happening as I'm perusing the aisles of Neiman Marcus to grab like an iron angel for my mother-in-law. We look normal. Okay. We look like we're out there living a life, not working, but we're doing it. And my stomach is in knots and I'm trying to have a normal conversation with the cashier. I look like a complete idiot. And at one point I had to look at her and I said, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to field some work calls right now. And I'm just like a little out of sorts because she's trying to be sweet and make conversation. And I, words were not coming to my mouth. So I'm glad you brought it up though, because for those, for those, whether it's a client fellow agent or maybe a prospective client that sees Heather out at J crew at three in the afternoon. I'm just trying to like normalize that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not just shopping all day, but, but it probably means that you literally just wrapped up a call with someone. You pop in to do something because you don't know when you're going to have time to do that again. Yeah, And I guess, I mean, there is a definitely a strong argument and science behind you actually cannot multitask well, like, and Dusty and tries to remind say, me that no, all the time. And I'm like, I disagree. I disagree. And you know why? Because I say a man made that up. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I love all our men listeners. Mm-hmm. I love uh, all uh, everyone, but I'm sorry. Everyone who ever tells me you can't multitask, it's a man saying it. And I feel like if you looked it up, it'd be like a man scientist saying it. Cause I'm like, 
I know. I feel like we do it well, but, um, and I also, I don't know, I've, I struggle with it and I've taken classes and courses and read books about how to have this more like finite line between work life and, um, home life and, you know, making sure you, but I just don't even know if I'd like that to be on. Like, no, it's boring. I just, (laughs) I, I, I like chaos, but I, you're the same way. I'm the same way. And I, I don't want to say that makes us a good real real agent or not, but like, I just know how I really get to know my clients and so do you. And I know their schedule. I'm going to sound like I'll <laughs> I be know. watching you. I know how they take I know their how coffee. They take, right. Um, I know what they do in the morning. Like, I know that you are at the same level as your client. And I've known, I've noticed that like, if they text me at 7am, yeah. I'm texting them right back. That's right. So there is probably an argument that some people might say, Hey, like, put some boundaries on when you respond. And I'm like, I can't, I just, I, I don't do that. So I'm, I am, but I would, wouldn't you say the, the majority of our kind of early morning to mid morning is putting out fires. 100%. Where are we at on each transaction? What needs to be done? Yes. A lot of emails, a lot of calls, um, for me. And a lot of waiting around. Waiting around, waiting around. Which, which is I why we're in J. Crew. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's something I can't stand. Like I, I need to get better at, um, you know, just waiting. Um, so yeah, I think we're both in agreement. And I, I now lately I've been doing that at the office. Okay. Cause if I do that at home, I get distracted very well, easily. I'm not only getting distracted, I'm pacing Heather. Like my heart is racing my, some, you know, I, I'm, I cannot calm yes. down even enough often to start another task actually. So, mm-hmm. um, it, I, I know that I'll feel better once I have the answers and I can present those to the client, but I, I love what you said about getting to the level where your client is, because that also goes back to communication about, do they like to text? Do mm-hmm. they like to call? Do they like to email? And for me, I always want everything presented as neat and tidy as possible. So that might mean sitting down and driving drafting a massive email with Mm -hmm. all my evidence or anything to try to convey whether it's a negotiation or it's just to try to tell my client something. I always want them to know I'm on top of it. Mm -hmm. And I I know you feel that way too. Yeah. And especially like every, every situation is different. Like I have one where, um, it's first time home buyer, but her parents are involved with, um, with it as well. So we all four of us are on a email thread. Oh my God. And (laughs) it's really important to me that I, and I, and you start to understand how the parents are and what's important to them. Yes. You know, and so communication and proof and just that. So yeah, that was, a, I mean, in the mornings I would put together an email with all four of us on where we are on things and yeah, um, that way just everybody knows in one place. So yeah, there is definitely value in it's. It would be easy for me just to text the daughter. Oh yeah. Inspection right. went great. Right. Exactly. But like I know I need to sit down and this needs to be a very detailed, organized, precise email. Yes. To make sure everybody feels warm and fuzzy. Because again, there's actually, I, I feel like in this job, there's nothing worse than anyone have, like your clients having a question mark over their head. Mm -hmm. Like they need to feel completely and entirely informed. Otherwise this massive thing that they're about to embark in is not going to feel good. And everybody has to feel warm and fuzzy. The amount of times I ask my client, how do you feel? Like, how are you feeling? But then someone said that the other day and that like it pissed them off. They're like, I don't want to talk about how I'm feeling. It was luckily it wasn't my client, but it was some, somebody else. But again, I only say that to the ones that I think I know might need a little more hand holding. Right. Right. Cause there's a lot of feelings that are normal. Um, okay, okay. Do you eat lunch? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm grabbing a piece of ham, a string cheese and throwing a few Ritz crackers in my face. No, I eat breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner. Uh, <laughs> and lunch has usually, I, lunch has been like salad and go. We, I swear the realtors at 
agents at league keep that place in business. But um, I've never even been. You haven't? I need to exit the premise of my home a little yeah, bit more once often. You, once you come to the office more, you will. Which I'm about to start doing. Yeah, Stay tuned, Stay people. Tuned. <laughs> um, or like, you know, it all depends on what health craze I'm on. That's right. right? Now your lunch hour is here. Maybe next- I'm eating sardines for lunch. Maybe I'm eating a <laughs> loaf of bread. It just depends on what is hot Maybe that you're week. cold plunging. Maybe I'm cold plunging. <laughs> but yes, I like, I... I'm not one of those people that like, and Dusty's like this, like, oh, I just got so busy. I didn't even think about eating. No, like I'm like, okay, oh, 11 me. o'clock. No, that's me. But then, but then by the afternoon, Heather, people are asking me to make big decisions or, or small decisions, literally just mm-hmm. asking a simple question. And my brain has used every calorie that was even remotely stored in my body and the brain stops functioning. So yeah. I am going to get better about eating. And by the way, for any of those looking and being like, well, it's not helping her. I agree. The not eating thing, it's not helping. I'm going to change to eating. Um, but I love that we don't even know each other enough to know if we eat lunch or not. That's yeah. yeah. Welcome to our lives now. Okay. So the other things that happen though, obviously I think all people think we do is showings. Mm-hmm. And if you were to text another agent and they say, Hey, sorry, I never got back to you. I was showing. Lying. They're lying. Mm-hmm. They're lying through their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I but- would say I show houses, honestly, an average I mean, like right now, two or three hours a week, maybe. Right, right. Maybe. Yeah, we're not, I mean, there is a marathon day every there, once there in a while. There totally is, yes. That's probably a Saturday. Yes, maybe we have out-of-town clients and it is like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Absolutely. In our market, the way things work, it's kind of like a, hey, let's see this house at lunch. Exactly. So so for that agent that's claiming their show, you might want to be like, hey, I was working on a CE course. Yeah. Like that's a little bit more believable. Than then I'm, uh, yeah, if you do have somebody that's telling you they're showing every single time, they're not. Because I'm like, there's not even that many houses to show here. Um, <laughs> but like after noon, what after lunch, because I've got a window of time between school pickup, which starts at three. And I would say that's mostly when I'm out. When I'm, okay. I don't know, for whatever reason, like I'm out meeting inspectors, plumbers. I love gift giving, as you know, it's sort of my love language. And I usually have somebody help me. And right now in this season, I don't. So yesterday I spent quite a bit of time putting together some little Valentine's gifts for some people. Um, Oh my God, you did? And then I went to Winton and Wade, shout out, and got a closing basket. Now, again, every course, every book will tell you, these are things you should outsource. Like, I get it. It's fine. But I also love it. And I, you know, I... um, Why? Because you need to be spending every single minute prospecting? Yes. Yeah, I disagree with that. I do too. We wouldn't like this job if that's what we did. Part of the fun is going to pick out the gifts. It's going to pick out the gifts. So I just, I know when I leave the office at lunchtime, I usually eat at the office. And then about one, I'm like, I go out and know I've got a couple hours to like, do stuff like that right. or, you know, I might have to go check on a house. I don't know, but that's kind of like this little chunk of time where I get some errands done, I guess. No, that's perfect. And I would actually argue my afternoons, again, of course, a showing is going to pop up, of course, yeah. an outside meeting, but my afternoons that kind of stretches into the evening, again, we're just kind of in different seasons of life, is kind of the research stuff. Mm-hmm. And that comes in if I have a new buyer and they are open to different areas and we don't know what type of neighborhood they want to live in. And I might have not really immersed myself in MLS lately and I need to know exactly what's out there, what's coming soon. My, maybe get on a realtor group that we're a part of, maybe ask mm-hmm. the league people. So my afternoon, again, it, this could be flip-flopped any day, but I would argue I'm probably back at the computer and I'm probably trying to do some research or thinking of ideas or even um, the bane of my existence, filling in all the paperwork for our CRM. Mm. which is reach out. Mm-hmm. And I'm very thankful for it. 
Mm-hmm. But holy moly, that that could take me finishing up documents and rechat could take an entire day. Yes. Right? It, yes. And I have outsourced that. I would say for the past four years, I've had help with that side of things. Because it's the least fun part I actually strangely time. don't mind it. Isn't that weird? I, I think it's, it's a we- control thing for me. Like it's hard. It's even hard for my transaction coordinators because they're like, I'm going to, and I'm like, when are you going to send it? When oh, are you going to send it? When are you going to send it? I outsourced it one time and it was after I had my child because mm-hmm. I just physically couldn't get yeah. to it. And to, to get the text that's like, Hey, it's done. Oh, I'm like, Oh, it's great. Thank I know. God. No, it's something that like I would recommend to people if they get to that point, like as a buyer, you probably know because you've right. been sent these things and sometimes you get sent twice on accident or and whatever. And you might be annoyed. And you might be annoyed. But there are, I mean, I would argue with each, con- there's the contract that's 11 pages, but with that, there's probably 20 more pages amendments. of things. Absolutely. That our broker needs. amendments. Yes. Just things. Yeah. Um, so that is also a time that you could do that. But for me, I do that stuff like at nighttime. Oh, you do you do that at nighttime? Yeah. Okay. No, I I mean at by the by the time the night has rolled around, if I am in the middle of a deal and and I'm I'm just stressing. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just probably freaking out, scheduling things for the next couple of days. What I'd love to talk about. What else do you have on your list for when you're busy? Because I think that there's other things we could briefly touch on for when maybe we're not as busy. Mm-hmm. For me, I just think it's so much coordination. And I don't yeah. know how to put that in words, but with every single, and I hate saying deal, transaction, you know, but let's just say <laughs> just that. Closing deals. Closing deal. I hate that word, but for, for this purpose, I'll say for each deal, like there's just so much to coordinate. Right. And you're like this little plan, wedding event planner because yes. you've got to coordinate option check, earnest check, when inspection is, when is the plumber going out, when is this going out. Um, when is the appraisal happening? When is the appraisal happening? And then you have you're helping them move. Okay, let's get utilities on. What does that look? Like? I mean, again, you and I go above and we beyond. Do. We, we do. We do. Yeah. I mean, they get insurance quotes. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is where you call to get your water on, and it needs to be on this date. And then half the time, half of the houses I have listed, most I have some of my own personal things yeah. in their stage. I know. So it's, it's so fun and interesting, but like I have a listing that closed last week and they're going to, they have this giant plant. It's like 12 foot plant. They can't move. And like, they're going to give it to me. Knock, knock, and, knock, dusty. Yeah. Come for some it. reason, I can't stop thinking about when I'm going to go get that. I'm like stressing about it. Like, I need to tell them, I need to go get it. I need to go get it. And like, it's going to fit in my car, but then I have to pick up hate. Like, so there's just like, and then closing, coordinating the gifts and like, I just don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but there's just so many moving parts. To, and I just feel like a lot of my day is, is just managing that and being, being the middleman. I would, I would like to say if you wanted to get into real estate, cause you like to show houses, please know that that is going to be right. literally 25% yes. of your job. Or if the, you like to look at houses. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about you. But the rest of it is going to be being a middleman and coordinating a therapist. Yeah, 100%. I mean, so would you say, and we love it. We're not again, oh my this God, is always come from a place where we, this is, we love it, but I think you would be surprised if you're not in this industry yet or or um, just started, like how much coaching and talking Absolutely. and therapy, whether we should be doing that or not, I know it. Um, is a part of this. Can like, I tell you the conversations that I have in front of family members and they, I look over at them at some point maybe and they, and listen, I know you can't see me, but they're doing the wrap it up sign. Mm-hmm. And I fight every urge to scream at that family member because I know 
if they need to talk, my client needs to talk to me and I know they need to hear what I have to say. Cause later you'll hear from your client. Well, when you said this, it really made me feel better. Mm -hmm. And again, I just don't think that if you don't have the patience and if you don't have maybe like a place in your heart where you truly need this person to feel better and to feel excited about this moment. Don't get into real estate. Like, yeah. sorry, because, but I love it. Like yeah. when I know someone's calling me and they want to talk about every little detail, I know that their head is spinning and I know what it's like for my head to spin. And if I had somebody, you know, and I, I am lucky. I have somebody I can talk to when my head's spinning. Mm -hmm. Maybe this person does it, you know, maybe they're yeah. looking at me like, you're it sis. Right. And I would just really like for you to help me feel good about this. Yeah. I am there for you. Like yeah. I was made for this job because of that. And I think I've, I've talked to quite a few agents in my life and I would definitely say some of them are not like, no, like they don't I can't talk. imagine them doing that. <laughs> so that's a big part of your day that yeah. may or may not be planned or you. And I think you're really good at this and you've kind of motivated me to be better at this is that if you know a client like I did this, for example, with the father of this buyer oh, yeah. I was talking right. about. Like I said, and, and he's got a very, you know, he's got a very strict schedule, right? So I planned a time. Like, can yes. we talk at 10 a.m.? Like, yes. you're so good at that. And that has been life-changing for me too, is that I can kind of say, because I used to, again, that whole, oh, I can just talk to I'll them while I'm in them. carpool right. line. Right, right. That's not the best service for them either, because that some of them are very hard conversations. Right. And some of them are, with this one, it wasn't hard. I just knew, I, he hasn't bought a house in who knows how long. Exactly. He's also an attorney. Oh, so, Yeah. For me, I said, we need to talk about, we need to talk on the phone about this. And it was great. Couldn't have gone better. He was like, oh, great. That was great. Because I think that some clients, especially if they are in a type of job that's a little bit more structured, they thrive with that structure. So yes. if yes. we're just calling them whenever, willy nilly, whenever we like get a moment, uh, not probably not going to work out for them and they're going to feel chaotic. Right. <clears throat> Which also would make an argument about how our days are so full <laughs> yes. because we, you and I really tailor how we work to each different client. I Absolutely. have two clients that both are engineers and I know like from seven to seven, they can't even access their phones because right. they have like crazy high profile jobs like us. <laughs> Um, but I also I know they're off on Fridays and like I've worked with stuff. You can probably guess where they work by now, but I've worked with several of people like this. And like, we just get, we look at houses on Fridays. Yep. So if I know I get, um, somebody that works at this place, I know they're going to have Fridays off. And I just, I'm like, okay, Fridays are our day, which is not usually typical, Exactly. but I also know how they like to communicate. Right. And I know but you could have another client who's a TikTok star. Oh my God. And she's- Which I think you've had. Which I've had. <laughs> where she's on her phone literally 24 seven. And we are talking memes. We are sending gifts, gifs. We are Gifts, gifs. I love that we've just thrown it both in there. Don't now. even know how to pronounce nope. it. Mm -mm. And to a fault or to my credit, our credit, we communicate, I guess, when is good for them. In your day, would, yes. especially if you think about me, who is not typical for me to have nine. Right. But to have nine completely different. Yeah, times this whole conversation by nine. And I do have help that, you know, like it is not, that's why I do have to outsource the But that's paperwork. working smarter, not harder. Right, because I'm doing, I'm able to do the things that I enjoy and that I also bring value. Exactly. Like, I want to have that hour long conversation with you about yes. paragraph 12B, section yes. two. Yes. But, you know, I can't spend three hours like, 
uploading to DocuSign and like that. So anyway. No, a thousand percent. And you brought up something offline that ties exactly into this, which is if you are new in this industry, so we, you and I keep talking a little bit about like outsourcing or working smarter, not harder, and what we have time for and what we don't. We've been doing it for a long time. We've talked though about how we've heard some fodder from newer agents or people who have just gotten into it that might not think they have time for certain things. Mm -hmm. And we feel differently about that. I want you to share Mm because this was your story, but go ahead and share. Well, I mean, again, unpopular opinion, but hey, it's season four. What do we have to lose? (laughs) What the hell do we have to lose? Um, I, and this is coming from a loving place and I'm sure I said this, but like I will hear newer agents or even maybe seasoned agents that aren't that busy and maybe almost complaining about, oh, like I have to show this house and they're not even pre-approved yet. Or we have looked at so many houses and they just can't pull the trigger on one or, you know, like, and I want to scream like, what else are you doing? What else are you doing? It's our job, guys. It's your job. And it's it's what allows you to have free time later. Again, not that a lot of these people have had desk jobs. A lot of these people like might leave real estate and go get a desk job. But at the end of the day, that's literally all we're doing. We're it's time. It's time. We have time. And you 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 kind of have to pay your dues. And if you have not if you just got your license and you have nothing. Not, this is the one person that has even said I might. Trust you. Maybe want to maybe, (laughs) you go with it. You show them houses. You respond to emails. You connect them with, when I first started, we've talked about this, or maybe we deleted that episode because it was too hard. (laughs) But like most, I had so many people that I met with that needed credit repair. They were not able to buy a house for six months and we, we worked with them on, like. You have to work for that sale. So. But, and we talked about this before, like I have worked, probably you asked me like the longest yes. I've worked with somebody that never actually bought a house was yes. three years. Jeez. And we looked at house after house after house and I was kind of new and it was a great price point. I remember thinking like, listen, if something does if work, I close this one. It's a, it'll be my first million dollar sale. It never happened. I looked them up, their house the other day, they had sold it like a couple years ago. Oh, you're kidding. Um, no, because it proves that A, you have to work for it. B, in this job, you might work really hard mm-hmm. and nothing might happen. So absolutely. All of these things that we have said, inspections, appraisals, lenders, meaning a foundation, I can I will say I can't count how many times just to give you like, but a few times a year, that deal done. Yes. Day before closing. Yes. Like everything's done, everything that you've worked on. And it's equally frustrating for the lender, the title company, but buyer seller for sure. They yeah. put all their time, money that, I don't know what other, I mean, I'm sure there's a thousand other careers that are like that. No, no. But I, the uncertainty, the uncertainty of all these things that we're doing. And that's why like, you, you know, don't look at it. Like I'm going to make this money. Don't look at it. Like I'm going to make the money. Don't look at it. Like I'm going to go show houses. and It's going to be so fun. It's there. there, It's like that. That's like the tip of the iceberg. That's like the fun part that's popping up in the top of the ocean. And the rest of it, I think is really important. I think I had a client, gosh, we looked for them on the buy side, probably six months. And then we just decided to list their property. I think for another two to three. Okay. So we're getting close to like nine months there. Did nothing happened. Nothing mm-hmm. happened on the buy side. Nothing happened on the sell side. They decided to take it off market, rent it and move that out of state. That when you had a baby too? 
Is that the same oh, thing? Oh, thank okay. God. Oh, my God. Um, see, I think I've had a couple of yeah. them. And you and you look at it and you you almost have to have amnesia. And I've talked you about do. that before. Because it's hard. It's so hard. But then you just pray that I know what's happened to both of us before where somebody calls and said, I'm in town for two days and I have to find a house and my price point's a million dollars. And those things will ev- even out. Mm-hmm. But that's I, I love the juxtaposition of that about how different your day can look based on those two situations. Yes. I know we're running out of time, but the other so thing. My birthday lunch, I've got to get to. She's got to go, folks. The things that you also have to think about, though, CE courses, ideas Mm -hmm. for your prospects, research, networking, marketing, all of these things are what fit into our not nice, neat and tidy day. And literally, if you tried to map this out and gave each thing like a little bit of time, it it does look like a 24-hour day. You can't do everything. It's not going to happen all at once. But I did just want to kind of give some type of snapshot about why we are insane. Well, and I guess too, because just kind of what is it, what am I doing? Because I do think some people think it's just showing houses and- it is not that much. No, it's not. And it's completely different. Something else we talked about before we hit record was how, I mean, this, every time I'll go, Dusty, like, when will you be home? And I always be like, I don't know. I'm showing six houses 40 minutes away. Yes. I don't know. Literally. Because how many times, you may have a buyer that takes an hour. Yes. Or two seconds. Yes. You don't know. Uh-uh. And then I have, I, I had a walkthrough last night, started at five o'clock no, 4.30. And I, I was like, okay, this would be about 30 Should minutes. Should have been 30 minutes. And I was supposed to be home so that Dusty could leave. And I even like padded it a little bit and get there. And the seller's there. It's fine. Not typical. And then there's lots of things still in, like lots of things still in the house. And um, then the neighbor comes over. So the four, one, two, three, four, five of us. <laughs> it's a party. We get into an intense discussion on religion and politics. Oh my God. I'm not saying a word, but how I get out of that, like, and not look like a jerk, I don't know. So I'm standing there and I eventually do have to say, hey guys, I've got to run. Because three hours have gone by. Because, um, so it's that like human side of this job that yes. like we can't plan for. No. It does, as, as understanding as Dusty is, like, cause I'll be at dinner table, like I'll be on my, it's, it is what it is. Yes. Um, he can't like grasp how I don't know like when I'll be home exactly. and when I'll be done. I'm like, I don't know. And if you do have a significant other or hell, a roommate, a friend, I don't care. But if they're like, okay, if they want structure around it, they have to throw it out the window. Yeah. Same thing with Taylor. He has a little bit more structure to his job. There are things that pop up that obviously, you know, at night he might have to go and work. There's a, you know, London's open at a different time frame or whatever. But um, even he has had to kind of learn when I, I just give him a look at this point when he's like, how long do you think it's going to take? And I'm like, I have absolutely I have no idea. No idea. Weird? Yes. And welcome to our lives. Yeah. We need to end that your birthday's coming up. So it's very exciting. Um, and I have a question to ask you and I know you don't have an answer. So if we have to cut it out, that's fine. But I saw on Instagram, I think it plays into the fact that your birthday's coming up. So I want you to reflect a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we have these jobs that are so insane. There was a comment by celebs on Instagram. And the question was, what are the three words that you would tell your 18 year old self? And I mean, the things that went through my brain, but I want to put you on the spot. Here you are turning another year around the sun. What three words would you tell to your 18 year old self? And it can't be don't get into real estate because that's more than three. Words. Can I do four? Okay, do four. Because there's this poster I've been wanting. It's actually like <gasps> oh, I it's love actually this. like six letters, six words. <laughs> oh, but but I like that. If you if you just keep thinking about it, I want to hear what because it is. Because 
And this sound, this is going to sound like, oh my God, like that's like, but it's who cares, move on, do better. Ooh. Because for me, I just, I feel like I spent so much of my life, 18 and up till like two years ago, just agonizing about mistakes I made or things I said, or I should have done this. I should have done that. Like, and we're going to make mistakes. Yes. And I'm talking big, little, whatever they are, but you know, it's, I guess I'm my own worst enemy sometime. And like, I, I'm learning to just kind of say, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Right. Let's move on and do better. Do better. I love this. Because I will just spend so much time thinking about what I did wrong and not focus on just do better. Move on. Today's a new day. Yes. And the poster said like, who cares? Yes. Move on. Do better. Buy it. If you haven't bought it, I'll buy it for you. It's like, I don't know why it's like setting my Etsy card for like because I think, I don't want people to think like, who cares? Like, I just like said something shitty no. to you. Have you ever heard um, of the, of like the conversation where people say, if it's not going to matter in five years most from people now. people are going to forget. Like, yeah. I will think about things I did in sixth grade. No, you got to get over it. Lose sis. sleep over it. No. Um, the only thing what I could you? come up with, and yes. this, I'm going to think of it, I'm going to think of way more after this, but if I'm thinking of my 18 year old self, I would say just keep swimming. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Pixar. Okay, okay. Point, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm thinking just, of my 18 year old. Just keep swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> you know, Ella made a bracelet with that. I should give it to you. <gasps> That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I just think of little Kaylin in Nebraska who wanted to, Aww. you know, get out of there and do some other things. And it's and like, look at you. Just keep. Well, podcast how about just keep going? Star. Oh, podcast star, podcast queen here. Okay, you've got to go to a birthday lunch. I know. We will hope we have listeners after this episode, but we'll see what happens. I am going to leave them with the teaser. I am about to drop kind of a big announcement here coming soon. And we're going to have a little series on like a, an entirely new chapter of my life with the giant secret I've been keeping. Mm-hmm. So and we'll talk a little bit more about structure of your day. And especially if, you know, but this is a little bit oh, of a. Yeah. This is a entering into that foray. Insane. And what we're trying to do too day. is um, convince our significant others to come on and yes. talk about what it's like to be married to these two psychos. Mm-hmm. So. One isn't on board. The other one doesn't know about it and won't know about it until I just say, be it. Her house at shows up at my yeah. house. But we do want to get into like what it looks like to be married mm-hmm. to someone who is in this business because I it's, like their perspective is going to be Oh gosh, Dusty's gonna <laughs> basically like people are not gonna get into this industry because no. of it. Okay, well, hey, happy birthday, I know, sis. I'm sorry I have to run. No, you do your thing. We didn't even talk about what I do from like eight to nine. Which- <laughs> Which, do you have a bedtime snack? No, but that is you usually like when I'm writing offers and stuff, if I showed at five, one hundred percent. You get home. And no, you write the offer. Nothing like ending your day with a lot of paperwork and yeah. then submitting something and then trying to sleep after you have yes, no idea what yes, the outcome is going to be. Like, and good night. <laughs> Did we say this episode was uh, sponsored by melatonin? Yeah. Because it is. <laughs> All right, Heather, happy birthday. I love Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.